Welcome to the audio podcast, the weekly sermon of the First Presbyterian Church of Brooklyn. We continue our multi-access worship both online and our recently renovated sanctuary. Sunday morning service is in person at 11 a.m. and we are live on firstchurchbrooklyn.org as well as the church Facebook page at facebook.com slash firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Now, this week's message. Well, good morning again. As I mentioned before, my name is Rebecca Stevens-Walter. I'm the Minister for Intergenerational Culture and Children, Youth, and Families. (laughs) Hence the entourage. I'm very grateful to be here. Um, As you may know about me, I don't often preach in the pulpit. And when we talk about pulpits in churches, there's power behind that, right? When you step up into a pulpit, you assume a certain amount of power. You assume a certain kind of power. And so when I come down here to preach, it's not necessarily to circumnavigate my power, my power as a woman, my power as a minister, my power as a pastor, but rather to understand us all with that power, that we have that here together. And so I'm grateful to be in this proverbial pulpit this morning and I'm grateful for the ways in which this church allows space for creativity and new ways of doing worship. I mentioned before that there is a sound uh, element to the sermon today. So if you have sound sensitivities, noise sensitivities, please be aware that those things will be happening in in the worship service and you're invited to participate in the ways that make you feel comfortable in your own body. Let's take a collective breath together. You're invited to follow me. When I have my hand at my ear, it's a time to listen. When I have my hands outstretched, it's a time for you to repeat what I have sung, okay? When my arms are down, it's a time to do whatever you're doing quietly. And when my arms are up, it's a time to do what you're doing loudly. Okay. We have about 30, 25 or 30 musical instruments up here that were made by our formation station folks this morning, and they're going to be a part of the sermon. And so I need a couple of volunteers who would like to pass them out, and I would also love folks to raise your hand if you would like a tambourine, and you won't have it for the whole time, just so you know, we're going to be able to share them. But if you would like a tambourine, you may raise your hand. I see you. You may raise your hand. And then I would love for Connor And Yome, yeah, to come and pass those tambourines out to anybody who has their hand up. So we're going to take our time. We're going to take our time. We're going to take our time. Raise your hand. Keep your hand up if you don't have one yet. Do you want to? You just want one. Uh, I see. Okay. 
should probably have one. All right, friends. So here we go. Are you ready? Who has, everybody have tambourines? Oh, we still have some we're passing out. Here we go. Nate has his hand up. Uh, over here. It's okay. We're going to pass them, so don't worry. I think everybody who wants a turn will get a turn, so don't worry. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, if you have a tambourine, are you ready? I love that you're also raising them in the air. Yes, very nice. All right, now, if you don't have a tambourine, you're invited to follow me. That's wonderful, all right. Tambourine folks, let's play something together. Whatever rhythm you like, whatever sound you like, I'm just going to start. You do what you want, okay? invited to pass your tambourine to another person who would like to have a tambourine. I invite you to maybe pass it to someone you don't know. Maybe if you're a dude, you can pass it to a femme. Maybe if you're a grown-up, you can pass it to a kid. You're invited to pass. All right, now, let's take a look at these tambourines. I'm, maybe I'll come out and see. Who wants to tell me a little bit about the tambourine that they're holding? Just, descri just a brief description. Anybody have? Yeah, okay, David, I'm coming. All right, David, tell me, tell me about your tambourine. Well, I was very impressed with the writing. It says women, women dancing. The writing is very... Very charming. It's got little hearts, uh, little pink hearts around it. And then it's got almost uh, a heart uh, face on the back. And the stapling is um, a lot of energy in the stapling. <laughs> and um, it has a good sound to it. It's a good sound, yeah. Anybody else? They're all different. All right, Laura, what you got? I have a heart. And it's a pink heart. And on the other side, I've got googly eyes. Googly eyes, which, and these streamers. Ribbons, ribbons, ribbons. Who, who has ribbons on theirs? They don't all have ribbons. Yeah. Wow, they're so beautiful, huh? And they're all different. Who knew? And, and you know, they all make different sounds, probably. Yeah? 
All right, if you are holding a tambourine, you're invited. Are you ready? friends, you're invited to pass your tambourine. <laughs> pass them around. Make sure everybody who wants one gets one. Also, no shade if that's not your thing. surprise you that the tambourine is actually a very complicated instrument. We look at it now and it seems pretty simple, right? There's, this one has some bells on it and it's plastic, you know, and it has a handle and it makes a pretty basic sound, but it's a complicated instrument. Any percussionist will tell you that the tambourine can be uh, a real problem <laughs> if, if it maybe if it's played too loud maybe if it comes in at the wrong time maybe if it's not quite the right genre for that particular instrument the tambourine is a complicated instrument and it has a complicated history so in my research this week to bring to you a word about tambourines of all things I found that the history of the tambourine is quite parallel to our history as Christians and as Presbyterians and as First Presbyterian Church of Brooklyn congregants. The history of the tambourine is very similar to how we move through the world as well. I can imagine that you can imagine that our history as Christians is complicated, right? That there are times when you have to be careful with what you're doing, just like if you're holding a tambourine. It's not just as simple as playing a rhythm or a beat, but it's complicated and it requires emotional intelligence and nuance. Well, the history of the tambourine in the Bible I found to be particularly interesting. And so I want to um, give you just a, just a brief quiz. And um, I want to know, first of all, if you noticed in our text this morning any similarities of those texts. And actually, Diane said it when she introduced the text. What's the similarity of all five of those excerpts? Tambourines are always included. That's true. That's true. What else? What else? Tambourines are always included. If you were in formation station, you know the answer. They're all in the Hebrew Bible. They're all in the Old Testament. That's right. All of these texts exist in the Hebrew Bible. And from my research, all I can tell is that there actually isn't a mention of tambourines in the New Testament. 
in the Christian Testament, there's not a mention of tambourines. And so our history with this instrument goes back all the way to Jewish roots. And also, it is most commonly attributed to women. So Miriam played, and that's kind of one of the most famous passages where Miriam, who is the sister of Moses, plays to celebrate their freedom and their liberation from enslavement in Egypt. But there are other passages where women are actually the features of these, of these instruments and the players of these instruments. And the people who call this instrument into play when things are happening. So what's interesting about that, right, is that these instruments also have a history in our church. Many years ago, people in Brooklyn decided to put a church together. That was about 200 years ago. About 200 years ago, and since then, the tambourine has found its way into our church life. Now, what I find particularly interesting about that is that in the biblical history of the tambourine, the tambourine gets played in two contexts. There are two times in the biblical history that the tambourine gets played. Times of war and times of celebration. It doesn't get played at funerals. It doesn't really get played any other time than when people are at war or being called to war and when people are celebrating. And so in our history as a church, we also have found ourselves in moments of conflict and of celebration, even very recently. Just 50 years, about 50 years, before 1823, when this church was beginning to come about, just about 50 years before that, the only Christian minister to sign the Declaration of Independence was Reverend John Witherspoon, and Reverend John Witherspoon was a, Witherspoon was a Presbyterian. And we know that that, well, we may not know, but I will share with you that the Declaration of Independence was a document that came out of war. We are rooted in that. We are rooted in that as a people. And then about 50 years or so after 1823, during the Civil War, I want to make sure I get this right, American Presbyterians divided into southern and northern branches. These two churches re reunited in June of 1823 to form the Presbyterian Church USA, which is the largest reformed denomination in the United States. We're rooted in things that break us apart and then as recently as 1983 bring us together. And all the while, music is involved in this. Music is always a part of what we do as a church. All right, if you have a tambourine, you're welcome to follow me.
Now you're invited to pass one more time. One more time. Everybody have one? Did anybody not get one that wanted one? This is their last pass. Okay. All right. Everybody got one that wanted one? Okay, very, very cool. All right, last group. Are you ready? Here we go. The tambourine is an ancient instrument. We actually don't know what they looked like. Um, there's no real evidence of what a tambourine would have looked like, maybe that Miriam played. But it's guessed that they were um, wood around the edge, uh, large, and they had maybe a few symbols around the edge. Goat skin or some kind of skin would have been the drum. And they would have been decorated with ribbons, with beads. And also, there are other ways that the tambourine is mentioned in the Bible. There's timbrel. That's a way that, that tambourines are mentioned. And they're not just instruments with bells, right? So you have tambourines that, are not, that don't have bells, but are tambourines nonetheless. Who wants to share what are inside the tambourines? Yeah. Say it again. Beans and rice. Now imagine maybe beans and rice is part of an ethnic or a cultural history that you're familiar with, right? So the food, the things that we use to make these instruments are part of us as well. The ribbons come from our closet right in here, the plates upstairs from the kitchen. They're part of us and part of who we are. But the tambourine is a complicated instrument. It is not simple. It is not silent. And it's not easy to play. When we're in a group together, when there's an effort to do a group thing, the tambourine player has a big job to do. The tambourine player is asked a lot of questions. And I wrote some of them down. These are, these are the types of things I used to ask myself when I, when I played rock and roll and I was beating a tambourine against my leg, I don't know, four nights a week. So I would say, is this the best sound for this moment? Is this the best sound? Because I know if I play that tambourine, everyone's going to hear it. Is this the best sound? Should I be playing loudly, or is this a time for me to play softly? Is it unhelpful or harmful to others? I mentioned the noise sensitivities. Is this an instrument right now that if we play it would be helpful or harmful? Is this a time for me to hold back or to step in with this instrument? 
is it helpful or harmful to me, the player? I mentioned that I was beating a tambourine against my leg four nights a week when I used to play rock and roll, and I truly did have bruises up and down my legs. And the last question I would ask myself is, is this a time for me to listen or a time for me to play? Because the tambourine can't be hidden once you start playing it, right? When you change the volume or the tempo or the pattern, everyone's going to hear that in some way, even the vibrations. People are going to hear that. And so when we think of ourselves as Christians and when we think of ourselves with a particular Presbyterian history, we're called to ask those same questions of ourselves because we all have that power. We all have that power to make enough noise to either help or make people uncomfortable, to not play when we should be, to step back, We all have that power to participate. And sometimes it's loudly, and sometimes it's softly, and sometimes it's slowly, and sometimes it's in a group. And in this setting, it's most always in a group, most always together, most always in community, most always having to think about what your neighbor is playing. Has your neighbor had a turn? Has your neighbor been able to really give what they needed to give to this moment? That's what we're asked to do when we're asked to play here at First Church. When we're asked to bring an instrument, whether it's the instruments that are in our hearts or in our band or in our voices, that's what we're asked to do. And these instruments, these tambourines are a symbol of that. It's not easy. It's not simple. It's complicated. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. All right. So, will you please give me an E major chord? Okay. Anybody feel like singing? We've got these instruments. I feel like we should sing with them, right? So if you want to pass it, you can. This is optional passing, since I said there were only going to be four times. Optional passing, but if you are feeling comfortable with your instrument, you're welcome to hang on to it. Okay? This is a time for you to listen. One more time on that chord. The words are all around, all around. Everywhere I look, your love is all around. I'll say that one more time. All around all around. Everywhere I look, your love is all around. Try that with me. All around, all around. Everywhere I look, your love is all around. Now's the time to listen. All around, all around. Everywhere I look, your love is all around. Keep listening. All around, all around. Everywhere time all around all around everywhere I look your love is all around all around all around 
part everywhere I look your love is all around 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 one more time everywhere I look your love is all around everywhere I look your love is all around all around all around everywhere I look your love is all around all around all around everywhere I look your love is all around one more time all around all around everywhere I look your love is listening to this week's message. We trust you were fed as well as challenged by the content. This audio archive supplements a video library of the entire service. The video, along with music from our internationally recognized gospel choir, is available on firstchurchbrooklyn.org. We provide multi-access worship options both in person and online Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We are live in the sanctuary as well as firstchurchbrooklyn.org and the church Facebook page at facebook.com slash firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Visit firstchurchbrooklyn.org for more information on both online and in-person worship. Remember that now, as always, you are loved.